0: Welcome everybody to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six pack and talk about three different topics each over the course of one beer. I'm your host Nick Wagella, and I'm joined today for the very first time by Sierra Islas. Sierra, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing well, thank you. Thank you for inviting me.
0: Yeah, thanks for coming on in a pretty spontaneous fashion.
1: You know what? I, it's like you you said you you know you offered, and I said you no. Know, I don't know. Why not? <laughs>
0: Yeah, so um, for the listeners, um, we met on Hinge, uh, a dating app, <laughs> and, uh, you know, my uh, standard move is like, hey, I do podcasts, uh, you want to come on? Normally it's uh, in a sarcastic manner, but you were down, so fuck yeah, we're doing it.
2: Yeah,
0: fuck <laughs> it. Um, uh, so do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Yeah, so uh, my name is Sierra, I'm originally from Arizona, Tucson, Arizona, I moved out here for law school. Um
0: what law school do you go to? Wayne. Okay, got you. Yeah,
1: so um I came out here about almost a year ago and I've just been living the Michigan life um survived the winter so you oh know, yeah I'm here to tell the tale.
0: Is <laughs> this your first first like ever like hardcore winter?
1: No, I actually did do a, a Michigan stint 2016 and 2017 back in Ann Arbor but I lived in okay. an apartment. I don't know this was my first time, like in a house. I shoveled snow for the first time, like in November. Isn't it
0: example. just fantastic?
1: It was a it was a workout. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to go to the gym that day, so.
0: Hell yeah. Uh, um, uh, what brought you to Michigan?
1: Um. So yeah, I like i said i lived here before and so then i went back to arizona and then i decided to uh you know apply to law school because i went through like a little crisis like oh my god what am i doing (laughs) so i'm like all right law school um and so i i wanted to stay local in arizona but i knew like i don't know not to limit myself so i decided to just you know apply out here and it worked out i got like a full ride, actually. So
0: oh, hell yeah, came out. Yeah, <laughs> you're probably the smartest person that's ever been on this podcast, <laughs> where we drink beer and talk about three different topics. <laughs>
1: either the smartest or the best bullshitter. <laughs> oh, no.
0: I'll take it either way. <laughs> Do you know anyone out here, like, um, family-wise?
1: Yeah. Uh, not family, but like I have fa- like family friends, I guess.
0: Got yeah. you. Oh, well, nice. Well, we're glad to have you. Um, so, Sierra, what are we drinking today?
1: Let's see. We have Hopwork Orange uh blue mountain i like the play on words
0: it is an orange infused ipa a hop work orange just doing its citrus ipa thing before the citrus ipa thing was all the rage light malt citrusy hops and juicy orange peel flavor in season all season 65 ibus 7% alcohol volume 16.9 plato what does that mean i
1: don't know i only think of the like philosopher (laughs) When yeah, I, <laughs> I
0: have no idea what this. My uh, yeah. my father picked this up for me when he was in Virginia last week, and told me to use it on my podcast, and that's what we're gonna do. So let's open these and see how it tastes. Okay. And you are notably not a beer drinker.
1: I am not. Like I probably can't even open this.
0: <laughs> no, that's gonna be funny.
1: There we go. That was a struggle. No, I like I I keep it to liquor, which sounds awful. Cheers. Cheers. That's actually pretty good. I like it. Like, I could drink this. I'm trying to... be a non-beer drinker.
0: Well, you're going to. <laughs> I, I guess I don't have an option, do I? Wait, I want to make it clear. You do have an option on this podcast. <laughs>
2: no, I don't.
0: <laughs> I don't mention it. Um, uh, do you have, like... So, you you do you, like, just never drink beer? Or do you, like... When you do drink beer, do you have a beer?
1: Um, I basically never drink beer. Okay. Just because... So, what's your...
0: I know you said uh, tequila and... Um, uh, Gin, where your go-to drinks, you just drink them straight, or do you just... No,
1: usually, like, gin and tonic is my go-to. I feel like it, it keep, I keep it classic. Uh, with beef Beer number one. Oh. Sport.
0: Sorry, we can continue the conversation, but the drops are just preloaded Oh, uh, okay, okay. I didn't just cut you off. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> all right, then. <laughs> I'll just see my way out. Um,
1: uh, no, gin and tonic. Like, beef eater gin... That's my Bee go-to. Yes. feeder, yes. Um, but I also like tequila. Um, just whatever tequila cocktails like on a menu, like at a bar. So uh-huh. I'll just go for What's it. What's
0: like a standard tequila cocktail? I don't really drink tequila in cocktails. I usually, whenever I'm drinking tequila, it's shooting them because people want to shoot tequila. Yeah. So it's the most fun shot to take.
1: It is. Um, I actually really like uh, Paloma's. It's um, grapefruit soda, um, tequila, lime juice, and then sometimes, you know, they do the tahini around the rim, you know, the, the spicy salt. Oh, okay, I got yeah, you. So, um, that's usually, like, my go-to tequila drink. My dogs, actually. my I do have a dog back home in Tucson. I left her with my mom and her dogs. Uh, my mom uh,
0: refused to let that happen with me.
1: Oh, really? <laughs> no, my mom... <laughs> I felt bad because she, like, got close with my mom's dogs i'm like i'm not gonna rip her apart from her family mm. um but her name's paloma so
0: <laughs> okay got I would, you <laughs> i a dog
1: named after a tequila drink <laughs> hell yeah
0: <laughs> i wanted to name my dog gaga but uh my brothers wouldn't let me because i got my dog when i was uh uh still living at home okay. nine years ago and uh yeah we just kept the i wanted to name her gaga or lizard they wouldn't let me do anything weird because i think they were more level-headed than me
1: lizards a cool I don't know lizard would be cool
0: hell yeah but we got one supporter <laughs> you hear that Stella we're changing your name nine years in
1: <laughs> I'm sure she'll she'll, uh, she'll start coming to that name if you don't you know, get her used to it
0: alright so we're on to sports so um, are you into any sports?
1: no um, I will watch soccer if it's on TV or college basketball if it's on TV but I don't like you know go out of my way like yeah. I just watched the Real Madrid game, um, on Sunday.
0: On the is that that's the per, is that the Premier League?
1: Yes, I believe so.
0: I'm not that familiar with soccer. Watch it a little bit. I mean, by a little bit, I mean when the World Cup's on. Yeah. But uh, other than that, I don't really seek it out.
1: No, I I like it was on, and so I watched it type of thing. Yeah. Um, but it was entertaining.
0: Do you have like a favorite team over there, or just just because it's on?
1: Just because it's on.
0: Well, we gotta pick a favorite team. Let's go with Arsenal. Why not?
1: I. Will not be able to speak on this topic <laughs> whatsoever. I also, I mean, I used to play softball. I played volleyball. I did play some soccer.
0: Nice. Like, I mean, like, were you good? Ones,
1: so. Uh, no. Um, uh, <laughs> my dad had just like two daughters, and so he, I don't know. I feel like I did softball for him. <laughs> he like wanted to like coach a team and like have that, and you know.
0: So. So you only have the one sister then?
1: Um. I have a half brother through my mom and he's younger. He's 13. He came later. Um, But yeah. Oh, is that what that means? Yes. (laughs) um, But um, my one sister, yeah, she just turned 25. She's in
0: Brooklyn. How old are you?
1: I'm 27. (laughs) I had to think about it. I'll be 28 (laughs) next month.
0: Nice. Classic Leo. Yes. (laughs) Um, uh, Yeah, I've got two younger brothers and an older half brother. Okay. Half of them are in Phoenix. The other one's here with me. Yeah, we were talking about Phoenix earlier. She despises Phoenix <laughs> for some reason.
1: It's hot and not an attractive city.
0: Is Tucson not hot? Tucson. I is- don't think I've ever been there.
1: Uh, first of all, you're missing out. Um, no, Tucson is hot, but Phoenix is just like a concrete. Is more concrete. I don't know. It feels
2: ho- mm-hmm.
1: more hotter because you have all these buildings and concrete, whereas like Tucson's way more spacing, natural. We have like Saguaro National Parks hiking. It's just like, I don't know, more.
0: Is it more northern than? Uh...
1: Southern. We're um, probably about an hour or so from the Mexico border. Okay, so got you. Tucson's about two hours south of Phoenix, more or less.
0: Oh, okay. I was gonna, I was, think I was confusing because I've been to Tempe before, but obviously that is much closer to Phoenix than Tucson. Yeah, <laughs> that's where the
1: ASU campus is at, is Tempe.
0: Yes, I saw it. Uh, we uh, took those little uh, bird scooters around there when I was down there last time. Or the time before last, I don't know. I've been there a bunch, but...
1: Yeah, I used to drive up for shows to Tempe because, like, the, there's good music venues in Tempe, so... Hell yeah. We'd make the road trip for all the... Back in the day, all the emo... All the emo concerts back in the
0: day. Oh, we will get to that in the entertainment <laughs> section. <laughs> but uh, as with sports, um, so, uh, sports is going through a crisis right now, obviously, with COVID-19 uh, uh, just everywhere, and especially... so. Baseball just came to terms and they're finally going to play.
1: I saw that. I actually saw the Detroit Tigers do like a promo video for that.
0: Yeah, um, baseball is my least favorite sport. I think it's boring it's as fuck. So
1: boring.
0: I don't even like going to the games. Because everyone always says like it's oh it's fun to go to the games. Like okay it's kind yeah, of fun. Like, you like go out
1: and drink beer
0: and like whatever. I'm just, just going to the fucking bar. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to sit there and watch baseball and pay an exuberant amount of money for the beer that I'm going to drink inevitably, even if I was at a bar or a baseball game.
1: Yeah, and it's, I don't know, there's air conditioning in a bar, you know?
0: Right. Yeah. Um, uh, But they're coming back in about a month after a big, long dispute between the Players Union and the owners, and they're going to do like 60 games. Um, Apparently, the Tigers, I just heard today, are... uh, Fifty thousand to one odds to win the World Series. So if you bet a hundred dollars on them, they went you that you would win fifty thousand dollars. But the Tigers are the worst team in baseball. So um, yeah, that's basically my baseball knowledge. Um, but I don't really know how any of these sports are gonna. Except for basketball, I can see how that league is gonna resume. But any of the other ones, I don't really get it. And the difference was within uh, with basketball is they're sequestering all their players in uh, Orlando, I think at like a Disneyland resort for the remainder of their season and the postseason. Oh
1: really? I didn't know
0: that. Yeah, so no one can leave or come and get COVID. But there's an issue with that too, because Florida is spiking at a rapid rate right now because of how terrible their government is handling this situation.
1: I mean it's Florida, so yeah I would expect nothing.
0: No surprise. But terrible timing for fucking basketball. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite sport. <laughs>
1: no basketball is like i said i watch college basketball i love it yeah uh, university of arizona is in tucson that's my alma mater got you um so those are fun games to watch so
0: yeah i was getting all amped up for uh the march madness right before this all the pandemic hit rip <laughs> yeah, i know it was so sad i know but yeah so like basketball will work out if like but also another thing is uh, some big stars in basketball have pulled out of the thing, which they're allowing their players to do. So it's going to, like, affect the whole season. And I don't, I don't know. It, it, everything's weird, and I don't know if this is going to be, like, something you should count in the record books or not. I I lean towards it should count as something because it's still fun. And, you know, honestly, the world needs something to uh, distract themselves from everything. Or maybe we don't, actually. I don't know, because we're getting some shit done, at least in incremental things right now.
1: I 100% agree um, I mean, people have to have nothing better to do but to sit and pay attention, and mm. so I feel like that's why a lot of like BLM has a lot, yeah, of the extra f- push and force it has currently because people actually, yeah, we had time. like
0: the perfect the perfect amount of things to actually get change done. Like, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm not certain the uh, uh, protests would have been as extreme as they are without the pandemic.
1: I 100% agree. Yeah, yeah
0: 100%. perfect powder keg. So some players in basketball were, like, debating, like, whether or not they even should try to restart. But, you know, LeBron James is on the best team in the world right now in the Los Angeles Lakers. And he's kind of like the spokesperson for the NBA and for the players, essentially. And he wants to play. So they're probably going to play if they can, unless, I don't know, if Florida falls off the map. I, I don't know what's going to happen.
1: The U.S. might actually be better off if they did. <laughs> I have strong Florida <laughs> opinions. <laughs> right.
0: Have you ever been to Florida?
1: I have multiple times. I had some. I have some family in Florida, or had,
2: had yeah.
0: Where at? Or where? Where um, were? Where were?
1: They were in Fort Lauderdale, and then left Florida because it was awful. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I got family in Panama City, um, and I've been there in my youth a lot for like we always used to go over Easter uh, vacation. Um, and it was great, but I haven't, really, I haven't been back there since I turned 21, and I feel like it'd be a completely different scene, so I never want to judge any city until I experience the bar scene.
1: That's a good point. Yeah, I was there spring break 2018, did just like Fort Lauderdale, saw the family. They were still there, and then spent a day in Miami, didn't do like the party scene or anything. Yeah. Uh
0: unfortunately probably missed out that sounds like like an epic party scene that i want to experience no
1: i definitely would want to hit up miami um i just didn't have i don't know it wasn't the right group wasn't the right time but (laughs) now i look back i'm like well i should have because who knows yeah (laughs) with this pandemic and this coronavirus
0: i know nothing's really i don't think anything's gonna be the same like for like a decade I i maybe maybe well i guess until there's a vaccine but I don't know. Everything is going crazy. I agree. Everything's different every day.
1: I know it's like it's very interesting to turn on the TV or check your phone, like in the morning with like the news updates. I get New York Times, you know, to my phone, and I was like, "What? Yeah, <laughs> what's going on today?"
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm listening to you all through, from uh, the podcast that I listen to, and it's it makes me upset every day. And I rage scroll through Twitter and get even more upset seeing at everything the president is posting and all these other people are posting. And it's like, I feel like I should take a break, but I don't want to because as a privileged white person, I feel like it's important for me to be angry and keep up the fight in whatever way I can.
1: I know it's, it's, it's almost like a, I don't know, addicting to, I think to just Mm -hmm. always know what, what the latest headline is or what's going on. I feel like, but no, I think it's good to stay aware. Like too, I'm—I mean, I'm Latina, but I'm white passing, so I always try to, you know, be aware of my privilege and, you know, yeah, stay, stay in the know, what's going on.
0: Got you. Um. Uh. All right. So sports.
1: <laughs> I'm telling you, I can't speak on sports. <laughs>
0: well, this is why I told I will, you to have a hold up.
1: I will always direct the conversation <laughs> to something I could talk about. So hold up is just anything. 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 Oh, my gosh. So you already have, like, a politics section.
0: Yeah, but you can still do more politics. There is there is nothing I can't talk about with politics. Same. But,
1: <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think.
0: It's okay. We can we can uh, go deep into the Lions roster this upcoming season if you want.
1: I'm okay. I might actually <laughs> pass on that. I did go to a Lions game, though. How I was that? It was fun. It was back in... November? October? November?
0: What game did you go to? Do you remember? Who they played?
1: I believe it was the Minnesota Vikings.
0: Oh, okay. I believe. I don't think I was there, but I go to them frequently.
1: Really? No, it was fun. I'm not... I am not a big football fan. Um, I think it takes way too long, and I actually think I might like football less than baseball. <laughs> oh my god.
0: I don't know how that's possible, <laughs> I but... don't
1: know. Um, I just... Football's so boring to me, but the game was fun. Like being there.
0: Being at the game, I mean, you, when you probably went, it was like I think that was the game that the Lions got murdered by the Vikings.
1: Yeah, they definitely lost. Yeah. I remember a few bad calls though. Yeah, well, which probably didn't help. It's I the mean,
0: Lions. I don't know. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but um, uh, going to a Lions game where it's close and they win and it's loud, there is nothing like that. Like. I've been to the, mo- the most football games out of any sport because my father is like a diehard Lions fan, which you know, rest his soul. Not rest, his, he's still alive. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was about to
1: pour some out for him.
0: <laughs> but like, you know, I mean, I don't think he's going to see anything ever. Neither do I. After these years of torment of being like football, like used to be my favorite sport, okay. and it's still a second. But basketball is just so much more fun. With football's my favorite sport if the Lions are good and in games. And being at the games for football when the Lions are winning, it's crazy. Because I get loud. I have a blue jumpsuit that I wear to them. No. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really ridiculous. And I scream at everybody. I'm, uh, I am I am very obnoxious at those games. <laughs> okay.
1: Good to know. Noted. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Want to go to one? Let's go. In probably three years. <laughs>
1: exactly. Yeah. Exa- Let me get a vaccine real quick if I if even that.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Um, yeah, but, uh, football is supposed to be coming back and they just said today, I think that they're leaving it up to each stadium or each team, whether how many fans they are going to allow into their things, which is stupid. I think because like, I don't know. I don't know how anything's going to happen without a vaccine. Really?
1: Yeah. I mean, the only thing I could think of if they really wanted to make their money's worth is like not even do 50% capacity less than that you know, hike the prices up and then people will... The diehards will pay. They'll make some money up. I don't know.
0: Yeah, but, like, then you gotta think of, like, getting into the stadium and everything everyone does before and after. Yeah. No one's listening as it is, regardless. That's true. I mean, technically, we aren't either uh, doing this right now.
1: The state has opened up. We are social... There's social (laughs) distance between us.
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I... I've, I, um, I've had people over, obviously I've had Mm -hmm. my friends over and I mean, there's, there hasn't been social distancing for like, I don't even know how you can living in a house with one bathroom regardless. I don't think that, you know, it's all, it's all fucked in a way.
1: Yeah. I know it's, I, I see it as like, it's, you know, you want to follow the rules and like, I don't know. It's just like, I look at the risk taking of it. It's like, okay, well, you know, if I am cool with people and I know they're like social, you know, not being just stupid and mm. going out in bars and really exposing right. themselves, and they have no symptoms, then like I'm fine with it. But I don't know, I'm not going out and throwing myself in the middle of like a rave, right? Type of thing, you know. So it's just like kind of like knowing how, when and where, I guess. Have and you with been?
0: Whom. Have you been out to a, a bar yet?
1: Um, I went to a small local bar, like took the corner, like table, uh-huh. you know. I just, I really, there's nothing like sipping a gin and tonic <laughs> in a bar setting, and I just like missed it so bad, which almost makes me sound like an alcoholic, but I was getting sick <laughs> of You my- will get no judgment here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was like
1: making my own mixed drinks at home, and like... Yeah. It wasn't the same, you know? Right. So, I went and had a, a few gin and tonics at a local bar, mm-hmm. and... Did
0: you go with anybody, or did you just go by yourself? With friends. Nice.
1: Yeah, and... um it was enjoyable, and I... Was it
0: weird? I haven't, I haven't been out to the bar yet.
1: It wasn't weird. Uh, that particular bar, like, there was no rule following, so I kind of just, like, backed away yeah. from, you know, <laughs> like, the main groups of people, but it was enjoyable. Um, I didn't get sick.
0: Nice. I get, Unless you're asymptomatic.
1: Exactly, but <laughs> I did actually have, not too long ago, um, antibody testing, and it came back negative. So you haven't
0: had it yet, right? Correct.
1: I mean, it, that's yeah.
0: What do they do for antibody testing? They
1: draw. They, your is blood. that when
0: they skull fuck? Oh, okay. Skull
1: fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's to test if you have it, where yeah. they shove like the stick up your nose. Like. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, this was just a blood draw, and it came back negative, which. I mean, cool I, that I didn't get sick, but also, I'm like, God damn, I wanted—I wanted, yeah, I I wish wanted I those was, antibodies. I
0: wish I had that defense. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I was like, if I had gotten COVID and I was asymptomatic, and now I don't have it, and I have antibodies, like that would have been right. very ideal.
0: Yeah, then but. you can kind of be a free bird. I mean, yeah. I guess they don't really know how immune you are, but you'd have at least some protection. It's some, defense, you're, you're some defense. And you're you're young and healthy, so I I would think that you you're probably fine regardless. But yeah. No. I guess it's more about other people. Exactly. I don't mean. I don't. I don't mean. I guess it's more about other people. It is about other people. <laughs> I guess.
1: <laughs> um, no, but and I do go out with my ma- with my mask on. I, mean, I do the socially responsible. Mm-hmm. Mostly do the socially
0: responsible thing. Yeah, everywhere I'm out with people I don't know, if I'm wearing a mask and whatnot. But I do have people over here, so I don't know. I don't know. And also, no one's fucking following the rules. Like, where I, what, what I do for my work, like, I go in, around and fill vending machines, you know? Mm-hmm. And I see everyone there, and no one's fucking wearing masks and these works and just coming right up to me and like, the machines took some money from me. Like, okay, here you go. Like, get away from me. <laughs> Here's your dollar. Oh, step yeah. away. <laughs> so sorry. You want a Mountain Dew? <laughs> um,
1: no, where I work, thankfully, you know, it's like only a 30% capacity. Um, everyone has to wear a mask in the common areas mm-hmm. almost everybody's in their own like office space too so like i work in my own like, yeah. office where i guess i'm semi-protected
0: right so. you uh you're you're a law clerk right
1: yeah i work for a law firm um i just started as my semester ended
0: so. got you so how much more of uh, law school do you have to go are two, you
1: two years two years so i just finished my first year yeah I had an entire clinical research and academic research career before this. Like, I was doing pretty well. And, you know, I was the supervisor and I was like the boss lady. Hell yeah. (laughs) Um, And I don't know. I just like didn't want to do that anymore. I could have, you know, I could have taken the master's degree route and got a master's in some, you know, research or something and would have been financially stable and fine. But I'm like, no. You You weren't feeling it. I wasn't feeling it. Uh, unfortunately with research a lot of the funding is you know through the government which is then tied to politics yeah and so there's some insecurity there and i just hated it that part of it
0: so how do you just up and change to go to law school that sounds like an intense uh, decision
1: yeah um (laughs) i i tend to do these things where i just get something in my head that i'm gonna do it and i don't really put too much thought into it.
0: Oh, that, well, that's why you're here on the Split Six Podcast. <laughs>
1: that's why when I text you and I'm like, please just don't be a creep. Like, please yeah, just a, promise me you're not a creep. Like-
0: I, I don't know if that's like a, a, a if, if I was a creep, you know, like, what am I supposed to say to that? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm a creepy dude.
1: <laughs> I guess I would hope that you're confident enough in your creepiness that you could admit it. <laughs>
0: I don't know if that's how it works. Coming from somebody on Hinge whose first picture is a picture of her on the beach that has spelled out "send nudes." So. You
1: know what's so funny? We were that was in San Diego. My friends and I had just gotten stoned. We were like walking yeah. on the beach, and like somebody had like you know that wasn't us. Like somebody oh. put it in the sand, <laughs> and we were just like hi. and we're like like this is a sign from god (laughs) so we just like (laughs) this
0: would be great on my dating profile
1: (laughs) it's a conversation starter um so yeah so you know we took pictures by the send nudes sign in the sand and you know what i was like this is like a perfect picture but if you click on the little like caption thing it says don't yeah i saw that (laughs) (laughs) do not send nudes and i have not received one so you know really people are good for you you know taking my message
0: to Uh, heart do uh because like so on hinge for everyone that doesn't know you can like comment on pictures or like these little prompts um is like does everyone comment on that one
1: uh i would say majority (laughs) it's like so-and-so liked your picture and then i look and it's that picture yeah just like but i've also had people just like try to start a conversation based off of it yeah
0: (laughs) i just said uh this is very dangerous to post on a dating website.
1: I think I too which I replied, "It's a conversation." Started. Yes,
0: exactly. And
1: look, here I am on your podcast.
0: Hey, look at me, everybody! <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So sports. I'm
1: telling you, I will. I will divert the conversation anywhere else. Diver-
0: divert it somewhere. Come on.
1: I don't know. We're just talking, keeping it natural. I feel like I don't have anything specific. Can we talk about your beautiful dog? Like,
0: <laughs> um, so you have a dog in uh, uh in Tucson? Yes. Uh, what kind of dog?
1: She's a mix. I rescued her from the uh, sh- uh a dog shelter, so I don't know exactly what she is. She's definitely part pit bull, mm-hmm. maybe border collie or something. I don't know.
0: Pitbull border collie. I, I can't picture that.
1: Or some kind of, like, shepherd, you know, breed. Okay. Herding breed, I mean. Um, and definitely Pitbull. She has a Pitbull, like, head.
0: Yeah. More, yeah. Looks more Pitbull than, than this dog that died on this couch over here. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> she is a mood. <laughs> so, um, uh, Um, uh, who do you roll with over here? People you just met from here?
1: Yeah, I've made, um some really good friends out here through school i mean like when you're um suffering through you know law school together that tends (laughs) to like create strong bonds nice because law school is awful
0: (laughs) i got um uh i think i told you i have a friend that's like already went through like harvard law school and stuff Mm -hmm. so you ever need a reference in two years i can hook you up He's, like, not just a friend. He's, like, someone I grew up with, like, a childhood. Like, almost like a brother to me.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah. I will actually take note
0: of that. (laughs) Take note of it. His name's Nino Monea. Shout out to Nino. His brother Vince has been on this podcast a bunch. Because he still lives here. But, Nino now he joined the JAG Corps. Oh. And is a, is a... That's a military lawyer, right? Yeah. And I think he's in North Carolina or South Carolina. Okay. But, uh, he's super cool. And, uh gonna be famous one day and some he's gonna do something with uh politics one day i know it. he's always been that way really yeah
1: for him yeah i was very like you know in high school that was who i was yeah and then i don't know life happened (laughs) so no i'm just more like a sideline law student i'm just kind of like head down do what i need to do
2: Mm -hmm.
1: you know get the grades i need to get barely doing that because that shit is rough. Like I've always just been good at school, you know? Like Yeah. I'm school I'm good at school and I for that reason never had to study and f- therefore I had no study skills and then you know, yeah. law school you kind of need those. <laughs> so I actually had to learn and develop study skills like at the age of 27.
0: <laughs> Damn, how's that going?
1: Uh okay. <laughs> <laughs> My first semester GPA was actually sad, but the thing is i knew it would be so i networked my ass off you know networking Mm. events which always involves alcohol hell yeah this is why lawyers are alcoholics um (laughs) but yeah i would just go to these networking events i'd end up having a couple drinks meeting a bunch of lawyers and then they like to get fucked up and then we would just drink together bar hop they always buy you your drinks because they know you're just like a student yeah and like i've made really good connections that way
0: awesome yeah I'm jealous (laughs) in a way I I, when I was in because I went to a a film school Mm -hmm. after high school uh, but didn't want to move to California and that was right when so we had this old governor here Rick Snyder yes we had uh, a film and set up before him and like everything was coming to Michigan so I was Mm -hmm. like I'm going to film school I'm gonna get everything and then I worked on one movie and uh, everything went away and you know now I'm uh, running a vending machine company but <laughs> life
1: happens doing
0: podcasts and other things but
1: do uh, you went to film school here?
0: Yeah. There's a film school here. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's uh called the Motion Picture Institute. Oh cool. Made some friends, uh learned learned a lot from surprisingly how I feel like that school was run not that well to be honest. Really? <laughs> yeah, they were in the middle of moving buildings and I feel like the year I was there they just didn't give a shit <laughs> but But I still learned a lot, and I have uh, all the skills, but, Mm -hmm. you know, none of the opportunity, and also, like, I'm not young anymore and have to provide for myself and whatnot, so I can't just go out there working for free anymore. Yeah, a
1: guy needs to eat. Yeah. A dog needs to eat, more importantly. Stella needs
0: to eat. (laughs) She does. She looks like she's... And I need to have cable in all my rooms.
1: (laughs) Yeah, why not? You know. (laughs) So why not be excessive?
0: so uh what do you do if you're just a are you a, oh you're a law clerk sorry um is that how, how do you like doing being a law clerk because that's i think what my friend nino did for a long time yeah it's
1: like a pretty like you know what a lot of law students do mm-hmm. um in between you know i mean in between semesters during the summer or whatever um so it's 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 a good learning experience i'm learning a lot you know legal research typing up memorandums lawyer will give me an issue. I have a case on this. Can you find any, you know, Michigan cases that have blah, blah, blah. Okay. So I'm actually learning a lot because I came from a research background. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's like, that's my strengths. Um, I worked under a postdoc back in undergrad. I did a lot of psychology research. That's what my degree is in. So I love that, but yeah, I like it. I don't know. It's kind of interesting starting back at the bottom when i you know,
0: it was already at the top.
1: Well, I wasn't. I was in the middle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Started from the middle. Now I'm at the bottom. At, <laughs> at the bottom
1: in Michigan.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, um, uh, is there like a branch of law you're going into?
1: Um. I'm really interested in immigration law. Okay. Nice. Like I feel. I feel like it's something that's important to me, near and dear to my heart. I have family members from Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um. And, you know, f- best friends whose parents are from, you know, Mexico, Latin America. And so when Trump got elected, you know. That must have been fun for you. And that's the thing. <laughs> I think that's, honestly, I can honestly, that's the one. That's I'll give that man credit because him getting elected kind of put the fire under my ass, too. Yeah. That's you know, how this
0: fucking podcast started was right when Trump got elected. Really? He mm-hmm. just needed somewhere to. Yeah. we're black. uh we're black for a month. Cried when he got elected. <laughs> you know. Just you know, I mean, and I don't, and I, and I'm like I said, I'm, like I've been saying, like I'm a privileged white guy, and I was just like, "Fuck, how does this happen?"
1: I know. I mean, I can tell you exactly how it happened, but who has?
0: Oh, I I know how it happened. <laughs> yeah. um, white supremacy runs deep in America. Yeah, but and I th- sexism runs deep in exactly.
1: America. Exactly, and I feel like I'm about to get on my little soapbox, but white women, they. they you know i don't know they stayed quiet this whole that whole election cycle and then predominantly then like they voted for him yeah and it's because they benefit from you know white males in power that's white females
0: yeah i mean i i I don't disagree with that um i mean i
1: don't think that's why he won but
0: that was
2: once i don't know
0: he won because of I, at least what I think is that people like have this uh, stigma around the Clintons and Russia yes. successfully like targeted all these social media things, making people think that the Clintons were uh, murdering people yeah. and uh, that <laughs> the Hillary, memes. <laughs> yeah, they won with fucking memes, dude. It's crazy. That was before we were, fa- we were fact check- checking all this shit because everyone also the polls showed that Hillary was winning everywhere. So like, like I. Had, like, obviously, I've been a Bernie Sanders supporter.
1: Oh, same.
0: Yeah, my brother was, like, really big into Bernie Sanders. Like, my brother is, like, uh, super into politics. He's a teacher in Phoenix. Oh. Sorry. But uh, um, uh, he, like, st- stoked this whole fire of political energy in my entire friend group that has never been seen before. It's Like, that was the first time I voted. Like, I could have voted for Obama, but I didn't. I uh, wasn't really involved in politics then. But now I'm, like, you know, doing podcasts about it, everything (laughs) but but yeah then uh like then he wasn't even he even got uh,
1: beer number two entertainment
0: he even got fooled into voting for jill stein because he hated hillary clinton so much and Mm. like the centrist democratic uh movement which i do not like but I will be fucking damned if I don't get everyone that I know to try to vote for Joe Biden, regardless of how terrible he is as a public speaker, a leader, and how questionable he is with his allegations against him and whatnot. But I don't even want to I don't even want to talk about that anymore, like ever, (laughs) because the man in office is fucking crazy and sociopath and very unstable in Going to stoke a civil war, which I'm, I don't even, I don't even know if I'm, he wants it. I kind of want it to, to be honest. Liberals have guns. I'll just tell everybody that.
1: I have a little 22 pistol back home in Arizona. Hell yeah. <laughs> and I'm pretty damn liberal. Um, no, but it's, I'm just disappointed that the Democrats, like they didn't get the hint. Like they had a few years to, you know, come up with somebody. And,
0: i mean bernie was like right there i know (laughs) but we'll we'll get we'll get back into all that on politics let's go to entertainment since this is something i'm sure we can talk about um what you've been fucking with these days like what kind of tv shows you watch what kind of music you listen to kind of podcasts you listen to um uh, other entertainment things what kind of art do you like Um, do you play any board games all right do you like fashion
1: (laughs) i do like fashion um, not as much, you know, I'm not into it as much as I used to be. Um, music, that's, like, my shit. Um, I don't play instruments. I'm not, mus- you know, musical in that way, but I really enjoy music. I get that from my dad.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Does your dad play instruments?
1: No, but my dad's just, like, a, almost like a walking mu- music encyclopedia. Like, that man just listens to everything and anything, and so he really, you know... P- Very knowledgeable about it. Yeah. And so he he had my, you know, he raised my sister and I like that. So, like, I grew up listening to 80s new wave. Like, I grew up loving The Cure, Depeche Mode, The Smiths. Um, You know, he'd play, like, Love Cats in the car when we were a little kid and we'd just be, like, dancing. (laughs) Um, But then also, like, 90s hip hop and, but also, like, 60s country. Like, he loves Johnny Cash. So I grew up listening to, like, literally everything and anything. Yeah. So I really
0: love music. Yeah, my dad is the same way, but only with fucking rock and roll because he is just so into rock and roll. Okay. <laughs> Which is uh cool because you know, I mean, I like the music he likes. I don't love it like, you know. Rolling Stones are his favorite band. Okay. I love the Rolling Stones, but everything else is just like, damn, this like miss me with fucking ac I don't need to hear <laughs> that 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 boring ass shit. Yeah. I don't even hear, like, listen to this solo, like, fuck that. Listen to these drums that are just, like, could be made by a robot. Fuck up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I can't say I'm, like, a big fan of, like, classic rock.
0: Nah, I'm not either.
1: Um, the only, like, classic rock band, or you know, is, that I will dabble in is Black Sabbath.
0: Oh, okay. Self-time. Did you like um, uh, Ozzy Osbourne's feature on the Post Malone song?
1: you know what? I saw that and I'm like, I'm not listening to this.
0: It's really good. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. I, I be- feel you crumble in my arms. I wish have- I could sing like Ozzy. You know, fun fun fact about Ozzy. He was born with like this uh, genetic mutation, which like allows him to like not have any of the ill effects of drinking alcohol. And that's why he can like still be uh, alive right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's
1: still kicking which i
0: guess could be a rumor that i haven't researched but i've heard that from multiple different sources so i really? I, I can't i can't fact check it not I question everything that i've heard before
1: i've never heard that but i don't know a lot so <laughs>
0: <laughs> um uh so you were a, you were an emo kid
1: i was an emo kid i yeah I truly was
0: so taking back sunday or brand new Ugh.
1: I feel like when I first really got into the scene, it was Taking Back Sunday. And, like, Taking Back Sunday is still, like, a classic to me. But as I got a little bit older, like, I really loved and appreciated Brand New, especially the lyrics.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, we've we talked before, and everyone on the podcast knows how much I fucking love Brand New. And even though everything that happened with Jesse Lacey...
1: I know, I know. It
0: was, like, I, my, uh, one of my, like, uh, best friends, a former bandmate used uh or like was obsessed with like Soundgarden and audio slave and was like a big chris cornell fan rest in peace and then when chris cornell died like in detroit of all places yes, too um like he was pretty devastated and then like the jesse Lacey stuff came out and he like remember text me after he's like dude this is like kind of almost worse than your person dying because like it's not like your deity is just like been this terrible person this whole time
1: i know i
2: i
0: i stopped listening to their music for a year and then I was like, I'm done suffering for Jesse Lacey's fucking sins. Like I love what this guy made and I think he's a terrible person, but like, I can't, this is what I grew up with and I'm not going to deprive myself of it. And also I think that that's, that that's, that's where that kind of music came from, which maybe isn't a good thing, but like he wouldn't have wrote those songs if he wasn't so upset at himself for what he's done in his life with all other aspects, even all yeah. compiled together. Like, you can't make music without sadness, and I don't want to say that he's like he doesn't deserve what he has, but that came from somewhere, and I don't know. It's a hard thing for me to comprehend.
1: Yeah, it's almost and, like you have to separate the the artist from the art, which right is rough, but. At the end of the day, like, that's damn good music. It, fuck yeah. God it damn is. it. Jesse Lacey. God
0: fucking Why God. do you have to ruin my life? I know. <laughs> Why well, just let me learn how to play all your goddamn songs? What the fuck, dude? I know.
1: Have you seen them live? Oh, yeah. Okay, same.
0: Like, a lot of times. I mean, we've probably been at the same concert, then.
1: No, it was back in Arizona. Unless you saw Brand New in Arizona.
0: I did not, but my brother probably... Wait, what year was it?
1: You you know what? I, I, you know, my first time in Michigan... I did see them. 2016.
0: I was probably there. Where?
1: Grand, grand, it was not here. It was, was, it in, was it in Grand Rapids? I think Grand Rapids. Oh,
0: then I did not see them there. It was yeah. anywhere on this southeast side that I was there, but...
1: Yeah, so I saw them once in Arizona, in Phoenix, in Tempe, and then when I lived in Michigan the first time in Ann Arbor, I had a coworker who just loved the same music. And he had a spare ticket to brand new because somebody like couldn't make it. One of his friends. What
0: a fucking opportunity. And
1: he's like, yo, if you buy me Taco Bell, you can have this ticket. (laughs) I said, I got you. So I, um, yeah, I met him up over there and I saw brand new and it was like. Fuck yeah. Fuck. Yeah.
0: Dude, the the last time I saw them uh, was at the Fox and uh, it was just a great concert. And then. Like, every time I've seen them before that, like, usually the encore, Jesse Lazy comes out and plays Play Crack the Sky. hmm But this time, they played "Soco Emeretto Lime, Ugh. and I've never seen them play before, and I'm just there with, like, three of my, like, Sobbing. my uh, best guy friends, just where they're just swaying, like, fuck, we're gonna stay 18 that's like forever.
1: The, that's, like, the ultimate, like, summer, I don't know, I think of, like, summer nights <laughs> when you're with, in high school with your friends. Dude, <laughs> yeah, like, oh, that... I love that feeling.
0: I, like, uh, made all my friends, uh listen to brand new and Uh like that's like all of our like whenever we get together like we'll sit around the bonfire and me and my other friend will just play that song Mm -hmm. and uh yeah it's like our we we call ourselves a love circle we'll get into that i don't know probably (laughs) off the podcast but (laughs) but uh yeah we just sit around and all sing the song together and it's just it was just such a romantic moment when i saw him play that as the last time i've ever seen brand new play a song
1: yeah um no that's like your friendship band yeah for my friends and I, I feel like that's actually Taking Back Sunday.
0: Ah, uh, enemies. <laughs> <laughs> you know they have, the, you know the... I know the beef. Yeah. <laughs> Cute without the E and 70 times 7. Yeah, have the same lyric.
1: I feel like 70 times 7 is like a better like, fuck you song. Oh, yeah. Well, everything brand
0: new is better. Like, I, don't, get me, don't no, get me wrong. No, I I'd agree. like some Taking Back Sunday songs, but...
1: I think just Taking Back Sunday, like I said, it was just like, I got into them first and so they hold that place in my heart. Mm. But brand new as a band, just so much mm. more talented.
0: Well I got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> I got a bad feeling about It's a good song. <laughs> I do love that song. <laughs> but it's it, that part when he sings that, just it just sounds so dopey.
1: <laughs> My friends actually, funny enough, I wasn't in high school, they played at like this I guess what would be the equivalent of well, I don't know venues out here too well, but it was like a smaller venue.
0: And like, then, uh, like small small
1: no medium like not smaller than fox have you theater. been have
0: you been to like you've been to the Fillmore? no it's right next door to the fox it's a little bit smaller but it's not
1: i it's not small. i've seen it I'm, I'm i'm assuming it's probably similar but my friends saw them there i was a little nerd and i'm like no guys i have to study um so smart I, so no because um <laughs> afterwards they're like we're gonna be at this denny's you know, to the crowd, and, like, everybody, like, flocked to the Denny's, and they went and had Denny's with, like, members of Taking Back Sunday, and I was what? at home studying. Yeah, I swear to God, they have pictures. I don't know. How
0: busy was that fucking Denny's? <laughs> <laughs>
2: god i don't i don't oh uh, god if i, I was there.
0: if i was ever in a band i would do shit like that all the time just to like wreck uh, wreck a like a business nearby <laughs> and just okay. not even go <laughs>
1: Stop. or bring in business and stimulate local economies
0: well yeah even if you just mention it you're gonna stimulate the economy yeah. like you don't have to show up you can just That's say we're true. gonna be there eventually please go there and wait for us save us a table
1: <laughs> no yeah the only reason i remember that is because like uh i just remember they were like yeah we went to denny's and like they were all there and they got pictures with everybody and like god damn
0: it (laughs) see taking back sunday didn't last though or yeah they i mean they don't are they even still a band
1: i couldn't tell you i'm actually i've taken ten thousand steps away from like the emo scene i listen to totally different music now what do you fuck with now um a lot different stuff um i do like Mm, i listen to a lot of music in spanish like i do like reggaeton Mm -hmm. i guess that's just like you know the latina genes (laughs) (laughs) um but i also love like like frank ocean vince staples i get like a lot of hip-hop do i know
0: frank ocean i always hear the name and i feel like i should know because i do listen to the radio every once in a while but
1: you wouldn't hear frank on the radio probably then i
0: don't know frank ocean you're gonna learn (laughs) (laughs) sing a song would you no i'm not gonna (laughs) sing a song
1: (laughs) um but um like uh, i'm trying to think about like tame impala i really that's like um kevin parker of tame impala i really like them actually funny enough i scheduled my move to michigan around a and mopop. around mopop for <laughs> tame impala like i literally scheduled my move i'm like okay and it was on my 27th birthday i'm like tame impala is playing in detroit on my 27th birthday
0: did you go yes <laughs> I, Hell yeah. I flew
1: in I flew into Michigan on the twenty seventh like late night slept I had two suitcases I stayed in a hotel because like I bought a house out here yeah but it like I hadn't even picked up the key yet because I did a total <laughs> like remote transaction you know with the house right so I stay in this hotel and like wake up and I go to mopop and I See Tame and Paula on my 27th birthday Damn. and that's how I moved to Michigan
0: I was supposed to go to that but I uh-huh. couldn't get anyone to go with me Stop. if I was there uh, and you randomly ran into me I would have probably made you take selfies with me because that's what I do when I meet strangers really yeah it's, it's very fun I have so many pictures on my phone it's ridiculous
1: alright <laughs> um, do
0: you go to festivals
1: I have been to some it's I've been to I could. I wish I could call it a hobby but I've been to Coachella twice. Oh, how was that? It's so much fun. Like, I know a lot of, like, the first time I went was 2012. It was when um Hologram Tupac happened. I don't know if you remember. Oh, I remember that. I was at Hologram two The weekend one. I think that's Did like you for, think he
0: was back to life?
1: <laughs> no, but, it, like, I mean, I wasn't, like, up in, you know, I was way back, you know, on those shows, like, there's thousands and tens of thousands of people. Mm. So I was just, like, chilling, you know, way, way in the back. And, like, you know, from that far, I mean, it looked like... A real person, like actually yeah. know, on stage. But so I think that's actually the first year Coachella did two weekends. But so that's the first year I went. I was still 19 though. I mean, I wasn't yeah. dabbling in things mm-hmm. at that point really. I went last year. How was oh, it? Oh my God. Like, I can honestly say, like, that's my happy place. Like, whenever I'm really sad or just like, I don't know. And I always like go back to there. Like, I transport myself there mentally to like that weekend at at Coachella with my friends. It Hell was yeah. it was so much fun. Um I've done Austin City Limits. Okay. Um, that was I think 2014. It was uh Eminem was there, Outkast, Childish Gambino. Uh,
0: I saw him at my only festival I went to. Childish.
1: He's good. I I He's insane live. He is so like... I always so I always brag about like this. So my first Coachella, he was like so you know like the way with festivals the the slot you play is like tied to like how popular you are famous you yeah, are yeah, yeah. so i saw childish gambino coachella 2012 daytime afternoon shitty set time
0: and like a does coachella have a bunch of stages too? yeah yeah okay multiple, you
1: know you have the really big ones and the smaller ones mm. and it was just like a i think a medium-sized stage daytime like i mean early and then supposed to be like
0: early community days.
1: Yeah, I, I would like 20. Yeah, I'd say so like 2012. And then I saw him at Austin City Limits when I went. And that was like us like an evening set, like the sun coming down, you know. And then I saw him headline Coachella last year. Damn, so, so you went of, through all the evolution. I've seen the evolution. You know, I've seen his evolution. <laughs> it's like s-
0: Squirtle, uh, War Turtle and Bulb Or not Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur. Oh, <laughs> that's totally. <laughs> Blastoise. <laughs> yes, there you go.
1: There you go. I
0: was about to judge you for that. <laughs> yeah, he uh, was one of the headliners, or actually, I think he played before somebody on uh, when I saw him at Bonnaroo. <sighs> Bonnaroo, um, I want to go so bad. It's my happy place, and I don't ever stop talking about it. Um, I've only been—that's my first festival ever—and I went last year.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And my God, did it change my life? I, so much so that I went with just uh, like two of my friends that I wasn't very close with. Mm-hmm and ended up like bonding with him like now they're like two two of my best friends
1: it works like that
0: (laughs) and then this year i recruited 14 of my friends to go
1: 14
0: (laughs) and you know then COVID COVID happens but bonnera is the only festival that hasn't been canceled yet i don't know what the fuck they're waiting for it will happen i know but like i mean i mean when's it
1: gonna be announced did you purchase tickets already
0: yeah Oh, like <laughs> I, I like I put I put uh, I I bought four tickets on my credit card and now I'm like, okay, so if this gets canceled and get refunded, like I just ate interest for no reason, but whatever. <laughs> no big deal. Yeah, um, I would mean, even if it ha- if it does happen and like for some reason like they are irresponsible and let this happen, I'm probably gonna go. I just can't not. It's my first ever festival experience and I fucking loved it.
1: I know this Coachella that I went to last year. Um, I went with a girl I was cool with. I was actually her boss at work, and I was going through <laughs> it, and she's like, just, and it was January, I think I think it was January, and tickets went on sale, and she had already, she had gotten her pre-sale, you know, way before, and she's like, we're going to Coachella weekend two, like, you know, you should just come with us. And oh, yeah. um, I guess all her friends were like, why, like, you know, when she's like, I invited my boss, and they were like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, you're gonna get fired. <laughs> and but i'm like really chill you know i yeah you know and if I, you
0: go to festivals you kind of have to yeah be. you know what i mean you like, wouldn't go to multiple ones if you weren't you
1: know i was the type of boss where it was just like come in do your job like don't make my life hard if like you don't mess with me i won't mess with you like even if you come up high as fuck on coke i don't care just do your <laughs> job and don't mess up you know i don't whatever um so anyway yeah she's like just come and so like she's legitimately like my best friend now like yeah. i talked to her like she i could she's like a sister to me at this point and it was all because of Coachella <laughs>
0: That's awesome Festivals bond you together Like for life
1: They do And like there, We were like I don't know There was probably at least 15 of us in the group I mean it was all her friends And friends of friends And like We became like A little family A little Coachella family
0: Dude I wanted to see what it would be like um, Being with more people Because I Like I said I went with uh, uh, I went with four people but One of them I'd never met before and uh you know it was just amazing but like i went with more people i don't i don't know if it would be better or worse i would think it'd be better because i'd be like having more uh bonding times with like the people that i really care about but Mm -hmm. also i would be kind of obligated to be around them or like you know like you know i mean i'm the type of person it's like if i am the one in charge of like something and bringing bringing all these people here for the first time Mm -hmm. like i'm gonna try to make sure everyone's having as much fun as i am where is when i went my first time it's like yeah, I'm going off my own. Like, uh, I'm just going to meet all these people.
2: <laughs> no, if, I know. And
0: take a bunch of selfies, you know? Yeah. My okay. favorite thing in the world. <laughs>
1: um, no, I, I could totally see that. No, the way we had it set up, I mean, I think we were three or four cars deep. So that was three. And we camp. I don't know if you camp. I mean, it, yep, yep. I assume so. Um, but with Coachella, we camped. And we were like three or four, car- like, parking, you know, camping spaces. Yeah, yeah, And so we just, the way we parked our cars, we just made it one big space. And mm-hmm. set up all the tents and shades. And it, everyone just kind of did their own thing. And it's like, hey, I'm going to be at the... Who wants to go see this set at this time? And we'd all have... We are in group message. And, like, it actually worked out. Because you're not up each other's asses the whole time. But you kind of just connected, meet up, you know, to go see your, art, your favorite artists together. Yeah. So, it's pretty cool.
0: I mean, I didn't... Like, when I went, I didn't know, like, there was two artists there that I really liked. Like, there was um, the Yvette Brothers. Okay. And the Lumineers. Okay. But... When I saw Post Malone and when I saw Childish Gambino, like, okay, now, like, af- after, uh before pre-Bonnaroo Me, only liked, like, uh, essentially, like, alternative rock, emo, and, like, I don't know, indie rock music. Okay. Post it. Now I'm listening to all this hip-hop, all this rap music, and I'm into so many things now. Everything but country, essentially.
1: Yeah, no. And, like but johnny
0: cash country like your father like i love johnny cash like yeah. i was when i was when i was in like eighth grade i listened to the song hurt by johnny cash oh,
2: god. For,
0: like <laughs> like uh like three days in a row nonstop. yeah oh so you're <laughs>
1: that okay that a times- sad, sad bastard you suddenly, know suddenly <laughs> i feel like i totally understand you now <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes exactly i am that person okay okay uh uh broken hearted at heart <laughs>
1: yes god I identify with
0: that unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> um uh when you like i I've been like kind of like waiting for some new music to come out that i'm like into mm-hmm. um and the only thing that's come out recently is like lady gaga which my best friend that lives in denver that i'm going to see shout out sean davidson um is like uh in love with lady gaga and he kind of got me into her a little bit mm-hmm. i haven't listened to this new album yet but i'm thinking like Man, it'd be really nice to have some new music right now, but I feel like nothing's coming out.
1: Yeah, I'm. I don't really know much. I mean, I know a lot. Some artists are releasing, you know, from their homes or recording studios. Um, I'm waiting for Kid Cudi to release music. I mean, more music. He released a single, but I haven't never. Uh, I haven't got into Kid Cudi. You're missing out. But um, Lady Gaga, I've never gotten into. Mm. I mean, she's talented. Like I. Totally, she's talented. I'm just not really into pop, and I know she did like the Tony Bennett thing, right? Like, kind of like a not like a the Tony show. Bennett thing. Is it Tony Bennett? I don't know who that is. It was like almost like um, like show tune, not show tunes, like. Barbra Streisand kind of music. I can't think.
0: Are you thinking of the movie she was in?
1: No, no. But this is because Barbra Streisand was in that same movie. Yeah, that's a good movie. In the Barbra Streisand versions. I know.
0: I can. I I learned. I loved Shallow so much. I learned how to play it. It was. It's very fun.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but I actually, Lady Gaga's parents own an Italian restaurant in Manhattan. Really, and I've eaten there before.
0: <laughs> nice. His... Oh my god! Can I have your autographs? <laughs> my random
2: lady.
1: So my gra- I my gra- I have my grandpa used to live in Manhattan, so I'd go visit and stay there. And he's like, oh, like it was actually like a good Italian restaurant. It wasn't just like because it was her parents. Yeah. But my grandpa was like, oh, like you know, Lady Gaga's parents own, and that's actually pretty good. Like I'll take you there for dinner. And so.
0: Damn, I've never been to New York, and I feel like I would fucking thrive there.
1: I love it. I love to visit. I don't know if I could live there. My sister lives there. She went to NYU. You know, she studied journalism. So, Mm -hmm. of course, that's the place to be for journalism. But... um,
0: What did your sister do?
1: She used to work for Business Insider... Okay. You know, I don't know, like those Facebook videos, like business, like the Insider Eats or like the Insider Travel.
0: Yeah, I think I've seen some of those. You know,
1: like all the ridiculous foods or like the really cool vacation spots. They'd send her places and she'd film and edit. and Direct, produce, I mean, produce those videos. Um, But she left that and now she works for a small documentary filmmaking company. She's doing admin kind of stuff to kind of like you know the grunt My work. My eyes are bugging. <laughs> she's doing like you know admin type stuff to hopefully you know put get her foot in the door because yeah. from what I understand that's a hard, hard place to or a hard industry or, you know. Yeah, I to would break imagine. yourself into right. But no, I apparently, I mean, I don't know much about editing and 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 all that, but apparently she's a, she's good at editing and she's fast.
0: Like good at like at film editing. Yeah, essentially? film
1: editing like clips and, and and she's fast that's like Shit. what
0: you tell me I, I i i'll hook you <laughs> up with my friend nino you hook in with your sister okay i <laughs> got you i got you
1: that's totally you could be my brother totally cool.
0: <laughs> hell yeah um uh, uh so i so like my favorite city that i've been to and like i fucking love this city so much is chicago okay you've been there once yes man I, I love chicago and chicago loves me i've had the best times there really yeah.
1: It was fun when I went. It reminded me of a nicer, cleaner New York City.
0: Yeah, that's what I've been told. It's like, wannabe New York is what I've been told. And like, New York's or Chicago on steroids.
1: Yeah, I could see that. It's just like, um, I smelled less piss on the streets <laughs> um, in Chicago. <laughs> um, no, it was, but what I liked, it's like, okay, you get that Midwest friendliness. Yeah. Um, like I said, like the clean clean cleanliness, because I think that's what bothers me the most about New York.
0: It's how dirty it is. Yes, and I'm not even
1: like a clean freak, but I'm just like the trash days on a summer like hot summer day in New York. It's humid as hell, and it's trash day, and everyone's trash is just on the streets, and you're just walking, and the stench just like sits. <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> or you're walking down like into like a subway station, which is like smells like piss.
0: It's yeah. Like I
1: hate. This is not pleasant. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dude, I'm just I'm just so distracted by. Uh, amounts of people and like flashy lights like i would probably wouldn't even notice be like "Ooh, hi yeah. oh a new friend wow <laughs>
1: they wouldn't want to be your friend we'll see about my way we'll see about
0: that <laughs> i'm good at talking to people there's a
1: challenge go to new york city and like just start talking
0: to- oh, i will make so many friends if, if if it's a challenge especially actually no then i'll be pressure and i'm i i fold under pressure but if i'm just there alone yeah i'll make friends fucking no. guarantee it you
1: know what people are actually nicer than they come off i mean i've been in new york i was helping my sister move in her apartment and we were just like these two girls with like a bunch of like shit from home depot like <laughs> i don't remember what it was just like an obnoxious amount of stuff and like some people actually like helped us out and people have helped her carry things up to her apartments so, They yeah, you know, people are friendly i mean yeah so but um no chicago's cool
0: chicago's I like awesome you've only been once you don't even know
1: it was a fun time, though. I mean, I went out and stuff, you know. Nice. Um, I went to art museums. I saw a Murakami exhibit, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's your favorite city.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, so I, I, I like to, I, mean, I do travel a lot, mm-hmm. but it's really just between three different cities <laughs> that I go to, like six times a year between the three of them. Okay. Like, it's just Chicago, Denver in phoenix because i mean i haven't been to phoenix in a minute actually because my brother that lives here now used to live in phoenix mm-hmm. and i'm sorry dylan i have not <laughs> not been to phoenix to see you since Mitch moved back um i did plan on going this year but covid and it's uh it's
2: bad right now
0: yeah it's scary it's and it's hot in the summer i would, l- would like to go to phoenix during the winter months Duh.
1: <laughs> that's uh that's my ultimate goal is like to be a snowbird you know you spend Mm. your winters like you know in arizona warm states and then you spend your summers you know up north yeah so that's my goal
0: (laughs) i think you could pull that off
1: (laughs) i know i I, that's kind of also why i want to do immigration law because it's federal law that just gives a little bit more flexibility as far as you know federal law is practiced everywhere yeah in the u.s rather than states where you're kind of stuck so i kind of want to be a snowbird <laughs> where,
0: have I, where have you been the most like like it doesn't it can't be somewhere you lived before
1: um i've been to california a lot of southern california san diego no. especially
0: my brothers have been there but i haven't Ugh. i've only been to i've been to la and like la, LA hollywood once and mm-hmm. fucking kind of hated it
1: yeah no, know la vibe is not my thing um but I love San Diego like I'm you know I like Southern California and but it's not the type of, I've always said I wouldn't really live in SoCal mm-hmm. it's expensive lots of traffic but San Diego is the exception to that because I love it it's so what's so chill. good about San Diego it is so chill like I don't know I just the beaches it's a really cool city it's not like the, you know actual like downtown San Diego is not huge there's a good nightlife. Um, there's good Mexican food. So,
0: know. like, so, like, are you describing basically the things you look for in a city?
1: Yeah, I mean, I look for... I love diversity. Mm-hmm. I need diversity. <laughs> I, I get that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, it's a pretty diverse place, too. And, mm. you know, it's like... I'm Mexican-American. Predominantly Mexican-American. And so I always look for that, you know, community. And that yeah. food, so... San Diego has that too. So. <laughs> Out here, it's not as much. Yeah, no, not over <laughs> it's here. It's been rough. I know there's Southwest Detroit, and I, you know, frequent and I mm-hmm. get my my food there, but it's it's just not the same.
0: Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, like I'm like realizing like all the like all these uh like everything has been going on, and like even before that, like growing up, I I grew up in Livonia, Michigan. Okay. Which is like. I think when I was there, it was the whitest place in Michigan, if not America, and like yikes. Yeah, like I, I, like I'm lucky to have come out of that as progressive as I am. I I don't know if that's lucky or I I think it's lucky that it's I got better out better that way. No, it is and now. But now I'm like realizing, like, damn, there are all these fucking like white supremacy roots that i've been like, like they've been kind of ingrained in me since i was younger and i'm right. trying to like like uh realize them and be like what the fuck is that about and uh yeah now i want to overthrow the government so <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know it's funny and i grew up almost like the opposite and not the opposite i'd say but i grew up i'm from, so tucson is has a
0: very every time you get number like... three
1: power. <laughs>
0: The president grabbed me. Oh, sorry. We cut. We, we, we. we, It says uh, beer number three. Politics. The president grabbed me. Oh, okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, what was I saying? Growing up in Tucson. uh, Yeah. So you were saying you grew up in Livonia, which is super white. Right. I grew up in Tucson, Arizona. You know, on the west side, south side, which is predominantly like Latino, Mm -hmm. specifically Mexican, Mexican American. So I grew up, you know, in that type of community, a very brown community. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, and then I come out here and I'm like, I mean, it's not like I've lived in a lot of places. I mean, I've lived t- Tucson. I did my freshman year of college in Seattle and I lived in Ann Arbor. And now I live here. So I haven't lived, you know, everywhere. I've traveled. Yeah. A decent amount. But like, Michigan's pretty fucking racist. Oh, yeah. Especially having come from my, what I'll call a brown bubble. Mm -hmm. And then just coming out here, especially law school, Jesus Christ. Um,
0: Is law school racist?
1: I mean, it's just like a lot of white privilege. Yeah. Rich white privilege. Right.
0: See, that's what's great about my friend Nino. wealth. Did not come from wealth.
1: (laughs) Okay. So, I mean, yeah. So, it's just like coming from like a very, you know, pretty liberal too. A pretty liberal brown bubble to like out here. It's just like and now you're in
0: fucking garden city <laughs> <laughs> my neighbor uh sometimes uh sports out some trump signs no
1: way oh yeah Ugh, gag there is a, a house i pass on my way to my house like in my neighborhood he has like the u.s flag and then right under it a trump flag like mm, like wow, you know. and i'm just like why <laughs> just stop <laughs> like they're awful like i i've thought of you know i would never of course but I've, like, fantasized of, like, throwing things at their
0: house. Oh, yeah. We stole his signs one time. <laughs> then he got mad and said he was going to call the cops now, so I had to bring him back. Oh, no. And, like, no. I'm, like, friendly with him. Like, because I live by him, and I have to. You have to.
1: You know, yeah. <laughs> but,
0: and also, I've, I've been wrestling with this idea in my head. Like, okay. Like, I've like after everything started happening, like, I've had... Uh, peop, peop, I do have people in my life that, like, um probably have some racist tendencies. Okay. And... I haven't talked to them since like everything has been like coming to a boil, which you know is far too late for me to like, you know, just ignore it and sweep it under the rug, regardless of how progressive progressive I am. But now I'm thinking like, okay, what do I do? Do I stay friends with them and try to talk to them? Like I have been, like I've been like at the end of my podcast, I have like a tagline that is um, like it's more important to listen to somebody else than it is for them to listen to you. But now I'm starting to think that that might not be the right way. I don't know, like, or do I punch them in the face? But then I really don't think you can scream the racism out of people. You can't. Or do I try to educate? Or do I just cut them off and, like, okay, you cannot, you don't get to, you don't get the benefits of being my friend.
1: Yeah, I mean, if they are, I guess, if they're not the type that's willing to listen and learn. Because I feel like, really, that's, like, I mean, if there's certain people out there that are just so ignorant, they've always lived in this, like, very white bubble, and that's all they've ever Mm -hmm. known, but they're open to learning and, and getting educated then okay but if they're just so like you know not stuck in their ways stuck in their ways then like i'd cut them but i'm just that type of person too it's just like right what do you bring to my life you know how Mm -hmm. do you enrich it if you're just a racist you're (laughs) not by but it's hard right it's hard
0: yeah no it's it's i mean like i mean what do i do as a like a, a white ally like trying, like, I, I've i been out there protesting, but I don't feel like that's enough. And I feel like the most important thing for me to do is to, like, call that shit out with my own, like, family and whatnot when they say shit like that. Which isn't easy, but also it's probably not easy being a black person and, like, having to worry about getting pulled over and being killed. True. So that's where I'm at right now. I'm trying to, uh, like, because, I mean, my... My, my I'm fortunate enough to my dad is like super progressive but he still like says some racist shit sometimes like not on purpose I don't think but I think I need to start calling him out for it mm-hmm. like yeah and my mom I mean I she's not really into politics but she definitely has some like white supremacy deep rooted in, in her mm-hmm. being and you know other people in my family and like thankfully my brothers are all like well, my older half-brother, different story. He's a Trumper, but my two right. younger brothers, they're we're all very like, very much in tuned with uh, the progressive movement and
2: mm-hmm.
0: whatnot. I, I don't know how to say it, but we're not racist. Well, we uh, the thing is, like, I want to say we're not racist, but we probably all, as white people, we probably all have these racist tendencies in our roots and we have to fight to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. And to say that just like, oh, I'm not racist, like, I don't think that's what you need to say right now
1: yeah no i think it's better to i mean yeah i mean we're all ingrained with certain prejudices some more than others Mm -hmm. um so it's just i think better to keep like an open mind that hey i actually might be and like let me look out for them
2: okay sorry um
1: (laughs) no um so yeah i don't know i think it's and as far as i don't know your your position as a white male in this society, I mean, is just to use your position to help elevate, you know, black and brown voices.
0: Yeah. You know, I need to meet more people because I, like, honestly, I, I, I have uh, some black and brown friends, but not a lot, you know? Like, mm-hmm. pr- my friend's predominantly white, and it's a product of the city I grew up in and not really, like, because like, I went to film school, I commuted there, and I've been, like, in this general area for my whole life. Uh-huh. So I didn't get exposed to, uh, much, uh, much other culture other than white culture.
1: Really? That's, I'm in mean, the opposite. Like I yeah, grew up with like limited, very little mm-hmm. white friends. I mean, mostly Latinos, mostly Mexican, Mexican American parent, you know, some of us, like I'm already a few generations in, and that's just very typical in that, you know, the Southwest we were, Mex- you know, we were Mexico. Yeah. Um, yeah uh but like a lot of my friends their parents are from mexico um so yeah i grew up the opposite like i actually did not grow up around a lot of white people so being out here is definitely a culture shock even going up to seattle as you know when i was 18 it was also like a huge culture shock but michigan i think even more (laughs) i bet (laughs) i mean i know like you know southeast michigan's fairly diverse but everybody tends to be in their own communities right i've noticed that
0: yeah, I feel I I feel uh very lucky that I have the beliefs that I do and I don't really know what led to it. Like I mean that's an argument against uh the nurture part of nature versus nurture. Like I mean I'm just natural I don't I don't wanna like talk myself up or anything, <laughs> but you know, like uh I have friends that grew up in the same like kind of place as me that are like uh not as progress or like, I mean, I guess I should just say, they're just fucking kind of racist. They don't mean to be, but they just are. Like, they don't understand that they are. You know, what's that? What's that called? Like, um, uh, it's like a systematic racism type thing yeah, that they believe it's in. Yeah,
1: like it's built in to that. Like, they don't,
0: they don't get, like, how the government will uh, fuck up black and brown people rather than white people. Yeah, and or just,
1: like, how, like, you know, taxes and funding for schools and... I mean, all of that. Yeah, I yeah, know. And I right. just... They, a lot of people just have their head in their sand in the sand. And I just, like, at this point, the internet exists. There's so mm. much free knowledge out there. Like, at this point, like, if you don't know, it's because you're unwilling to learn. Especially if you grew up in a, like, middle class area. Um, right. I don't know. I I just... I have very little tolerance for ignorance. Especially at this Good. point. Good. You shouldn't. Um, but, yeah... Um, I don't know maybe you it's a little bit You have some a little bit more empathy Than them you can see what's going on In these communities uh, I'm, I am
0: too full of empathy And maybe that's what it is it's I ridiculous
1: mean, You see what's going on and you feel it, something in you whereas They might not I
2: don't
0: know I also think it might be like My parents were very like non-political When I was growing up like no mm-hmm. one like Talked to me about politics at all Like it wasn't It wasn't a thing I don't know. It was just never discussed. Yeah. And then we just figured it out for ourselves, like (laughs) me and my brothers, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know?
1: I'd have to say the same. I did not grow up in a political household. Mm -hmm. And then I was in high school and I just, I don't know, I like kind of stumbled upon politics and government on my own and I loved it. Social studies was like my favorite class. I fucking hated social studies. I loved it. You know, and then I ended up, You like I love, like US history was always really interesting to me. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't learn Back then, I didn't learn the actual, you know, true U.S. history. It was the whitewash version. But I always yeah. found it, like, fascinating, just history in general. Like, um, And then I took AP government, and that was all.
0: <laughs> you and my brother Dylan would be great <laughs> friends. He's the one that lives in uh, Phoenix, other than the fact that he lives in Phoenix. But he was, uh, he's a social studies major, and he teaches uh-huh. social studies there, no. and he's, like, all about that.
1: I love it. Like, you know, even, that. like, my degrees in, so I started college poli-sci,
0: Okay.
1: But then I ended up finishing with psychology but my minor was in sociology and honestly I probably would have majored in sociology but I'm like I don't know what I would do with this degree. Not that like psychology is e- even is e- just as useless. I mean not useless but you know, <laughs> it's just like one of those things you can't you 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 have to It's harder. You, you have to take it further, you know? It's just like yeah. if you have a bachelor's like in engineering, like you're an engineer, you're done.
2: Right.
1: I mean, whereas like with those degrees you kind of have to keep going and anyway I love sociology. I love social studies. <laughs> I love studying. You know, I, I, I find people interesting. I find society interesting and in how, how things work. and Right. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, when I was growing up, like, in high school, or in, in, like, middle school, high school, and whatnot, I hated social studies. I thought it was, like, I thought it was, like, stupid. Like, why am I learning about history? I want to learn about, like, I was really into math and science. Like, fucking loved math. Was really good at math.
1: Nerd. I know. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> and I wasn't. Like, I was like, you know, like, I just was naturally good like i didn't do any of my goddamn homework in high school and i still like passed all my classes because i did good on the tests Mm -hmm. same thing with like uh science or whatnot i just understood it and i liked it better and i didn't understand uh social studies and maybe that's maybe that maybe that helped me not because what they teach us in high school at least around here. Like it wasn't true. I feel like <laughs> That's what I'm from saying. what I learned. Like I have a when I went to protest in uh, Livonia, uh-huh. there I have a sign, and one of its one of the one of the sides says white supremacy is, sp- white supremacy is everywhere. The other said signs are the other side of the sign says, why did I learn about Black Wall Street from fucking Watchmen, like which is like the HBO show,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and like I like literally have never heard about that before. Uh, from black wall street from the tulsa massacre
2: yeah
0: all this shit that is just erased from mm-hmm. the history that i learned yeah. which is like that is like that's like maybe that kind of radicalized me about like uh everything like that's white supremacy ingraining itself into everything that i've been taught in my life
1: yeah i mean same i mean i'm even you know growing up in where i grew up i learned the same type of you know stuff you learned um i i did one thing i did find out because you know i've made friends out here that are from here Mm. um they learn nothing about uh hispanic or latino studies or history out here yeah i don't (laughs) know i don't know shit about it. but like where because regionally i did learn about that in school so at least there was that but yeah uh yeah, don't That's know don't know
0: out. anything about it.
1: Yeah, it's not taught out here. I found out <laughs> where I did learn that.
0: I learned, and this is back to black culture, but I learned what Juneteenth was last week.
2: Yeah,
0: which is fucked up. I know. And then I learned I learned about Juneteenth, and then after Juneteenth happened, I learned what Juneteenth was celebrating, mm-hmm. and what it's <laughs> celebrating is so fucked up because it's celebrating the release of uh slaves that found out two years after slaves were released they were just like hiding it from them Yeah, in what the fuck
1: i know it's awful and that's why i I saw something and i you know it's like you know out here we you know we celebrate fourth of july because that's like celebrating freedom but it's like black people weren't free yeah you know then like that you know so it's i don't know this this country, dude.
0: I'm like, like this is <laughs> this is a reckoning for this country. So I'm learning so much every day. Yeah. Like I learned about when uh, the f- slaves were freed, mm-hmm. and they had to, or, or they were like art, or, or making like a meeting with a general to like figure out what uh, black people wanted, and they wanted all they wanted was land, mm-hmm. uh, so they could prosper on their own. Yeah. And they were given given that land, uh, but like not even given. They were just they were they were supposed to eventually pay it off. But then Lincoln was shot, and is it and who who is who, do you, I don't remember his name. Whoever whoever was Lincoln's vice president, who was a Southerner and a white supremacist, said like, "Oh no, never mind. You're not. You're not. You, we're giving this land back to the people that were the Confederates, and you're just fucked." And then there's just poverty, like instilled in uh, everyone that wasn't a white person.
1: Yeah.
0: Fucked up shit. What I a fucked up country we live in.
1: I know. Like I, I you know, I I grateful to have been born here, you know. I mean you know, I'm but there's a lot of work to be done and like this country was, you know, built on the on the backs of you know
0: backs of people that got nothing for building
1: exactly. it. Exactly and like in in they, you know, those it's still very apparent in yeah. itself.
0: hope I really hope that this is like this is going to change things. I don't know that it will. Um, I don't know that it's possible without it coming to arms. Like, I don't see it like, you know, Bernie Sanders in was like, like I mean, I don't, not like Bernie Sanders was some kind of a white savior that was going to save everything, yeah. but he was the closest thing to a progressive movement that we've seen in a long time. Agreed. And then the whole Democratic Party coagulated around Joe Biden who is probably what well, is probably like the 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 worst person to go against Trump.
1: God, <laughs> the, I just cannot stand Joe Biden and I just don't understand like and I as far as like Democrats and Republicans go, I think they're really not any different. Um
0: I think they're major majorly different, but we can talk about that. I mean,
1: that. you know, I think at the core at the core of it, like even Democrats aren't very like Progressive. progressive they i don't know i feel like they both republicans and democrats i think they are all sucking the same dick. they all
0: rely on the status quo and yeah. to be like this back and forth
1: and I, that's why i i really don't think at the root and core of things that they're ultimately different um
0: it might be true i think maybe donald trump is different um like he is i don't know, donald trump is so
1: he's not even like I mean, he's not part of any party. He ran... Like, I don't think this man knows anything about politics.
0: No. (laughs) This man knows how to divide and knows how to manipulate people into following him. I I don't
1: even want to give him that much credit. I feel like he just surrounds himself with... I think there's people around him that just know how to... Um, compliment him and like you know that's all the man yeah. needs. I mean
0: I could work that man if yeah. I was given the time I could make him my best friend and, and make control all these s- goddamn policies. And so I think policies. that's how
1: you know he has people in his you know in his circle that are you know know how to talk to him know how to hype this man up and like you know do what they need him to do. I, I don't think I actually don't even want to give him that much credit. I don't think he's like.
0: I mean this man has not been running a country for the last four years. he would be running a, le- a re-election campaign. Yeah. And that's all he's going to be doing.
1: I just don't understand, like, how people, like, buy into it. Uh, it just, like, drives me crazy. Like, there was... He was just in Phoenix. Yeah, I saw that. And... He, uh, My brother just,
0: was there. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's
2: just,
1: like, you know... I, like, I don't understand. Like, what... I think it's all just rooted in racism. Because I don't... It is. You know, it's, like... What has he done? I mean,
0: what ha- I truly,
1: what has he done?
0: Don't know. He uh, gave a big tax bailout to the really rich people, which stimulated the economy for like a year, and uh, then all those taxes breaks that he gave to the middle class are about to expire. Um, one year after, I think in 2021, and then I think he just he just fucking rigged it to make himself look good, like. Which is what, which is what, who he is at a core, and it, this whole coronavirus thing, like just bungling this, telling, like literally admitting that he's going to stop testing, so the numbers look better. Like that is say? fucking crazy. And then
1: his like you know, campaign or whatever, they had to kind of be like, no, he was joking. Yeah, then he came <laughs> and said
0: like, oh, no, I don't kid. Like, what is, what is happening?
1: I saw an article, and I didn't read it, so I didn't fact check it, And because, like, I am really big about, like, okay, what am I reading, and where is it coming mm-hmm. from? But apparently he made a claim that, like, the wall, like, you know, kept COVID out. <laughs> it's just like, what? Arizona <laughs> is literally, like, suffering right now. They're, you know, working, like, <laughs> What was going on here in March and April is happening over there now, and and, and they're open. And they're open and like, it's just like obviously it didn't. Yeah, and I also, I,
0: don't fuck that, that I, don't, I don't think that I don't think that article was true because I think I would have heard of it.
1: I'll have to I, I, yeah <laughs> I have to go back and. Leave. But
0: I do trust I trust my sources, but like I guess they could be wrong. I mean I I'm,
1: don't I don't know he's he says stupid stuff, but they also like like to use their little sound bites, you know. Yeah, but.
0: He said some dark shit, like uh, I think at his rally in, uh, um, uh, in Oklahoma, Tulsa. Tulsa, in fucking Tulsa, yeah, on
1: Juneteenth, uh, uh,
0: the day after Juneteenth, it was I scheduled mean, on Juneteenth. Yeah, and then he moved it. Like, oh my, like this, there's, there's, that was not an accident. No,
1: there's no way.
0: Oklahoma is not a swing state. Why do you do it there on that day in that city? Because you're trying to stoke. Racism, stoke white supremacy. I,
2: I'm
1: telling. You, he like.
0: Yeah, he I'm. am fighting somebody, against this. You know, it.
1: somebody who's hyping him up wants it and just like using him. His like, I don't know. I don't know. I just I can't stand It's
0: fucking Adderall-ridden brain of Donald Trump because he's definitely on Adderall all the time.
2: Damn.
1: Yeah, I don't. I just can't. I. It's a. It's unfortunate. I hope it doesn't happen. But I see him getting reelected. Because Joe Biden. <laughs> like,
0: I hope it doesn't happen.
1: Like, I don't. But I could see it because the thing is. Yeah, when it it's com- scary. When it comes down to it, like, his people come out for him. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, let's throw in voter suppression. Um, in minority communities, especially. And, you know, I don't know. It's just like a girl. Oh, yeah, what
0: Mitch McConnell did in Kentucky.
1: Oh, man, I hate that turtle. Ooh.
0: That fucker. <laughs> he
2: looks like a turtle. I th-
0: what I think is actually going to happen is I think that Joe Biden's probably going to win. Um, it probably it will probably be in a close race, and then Trump's gonna deny the election, saying that Michigan had too many
1: mail in votes.
0: Yeah, that's gonna be a thing, and then thus starts the civil war. Damn, that's what I think at least. I mean, that's a little dramatic, but like you know, I don't, I don't see a solution to all this shit. I really don't.
1: Yeah, I don't like, know. I don't
0: see Trump, even if even if Trump wins, or he, uh, Joe Biden has to win in a landslide for Trump to leave.
1: Oh yeah, I, I totally agree that if, if Joe Biden were to win, I agree that it would be a close call. And if it is a close call, like that man's not gonna just like pack his bags. Like it's gonna be a yeah. whole thing. Um, I just, I'm just hope that with everything that's going on, I feel like this country's really reached a boiling point. And I hope that actually truly, truly gets people out to
0: vote
1: mm. um but i don't know i mean i i don't know
0: i think we're going to have uh like uh riots and shit like we did like on uh the beginning of uh the black lives matter movement like in august uh when everyone runs out of money from their um uh uh, uh unemployment like mm-hmm. the 600 stuff like the stimulus yeah and then the stimulus and then I mean I'm certain Trump's gonna do some shit Like It's like happens every day So <laughs> I know
1: I feel like he's Gonna pull something Out of his ass Like I think You know Here's more money You know He's gonna try
0: We don't even know man Like everything This year that's happened Is crazy Everything for the Even the last four years Every day is crazy Like I've been doing this podcast Since he's been elected uh-huh. And every time I post one Something crazy happens The fucking next day he's
1: keeping you Keeping you Giving you content Quality yeah. content Um I have to say that my favorite, and by favorite I mean just like, God damn it, why um, Trump moment recently, like when he he's the this his signature on the stimulus checks, like that where they're physically mailed out to the people who mm-hmm. didn't have like bank accounts, which this man put his signature <laughs> on these. He actually didn't. There.
0: I have mine uh on mm-hmm. my fridge. Really. I don't think his signature's on it.
1: I got something. Well, mine was direct deposited, but I got something in the mail saying you know
0: oh i got that yeah yeah no got...
1: but my i have a friend who had like you know her old tax like she tax mix you know she didn't she had to receive a physical check mm-hmm. because her bank accounts were all mixed up and whatever and she sent us a picture and there's like a print you know like his stand you know it's printed yeah. but like his signature on the check
0: yeah well yeah he's a narcissist um and the worst person to ever fucking exist i do you watch last week tonight with john oliver
1: uh no i'll just see clips if they come up like on social media but i don't watch it
0: got you they just like last week they just did like this thing where it's like they have these like little tiny segments uh-huh. and which is like, a compilation of donald trump talking to his children and it's like Ugh. oh my god these kids look so like they like like little puppies eager to, eager to please their father
2: <laughs> god <laughs> <laughs> Ugh,
1: i can't i just sometimes i feel like
0: so what's the solution
1: to what to all of this to,
0: to, yeah to everything like what is it like is it incremental change because i don't i feel like i don't think we can wait for that anymore
1: i don't know um i don't want to sound like super like radical or anything um but i feel like it you know it has to be really big big changes like you know uprooting systems that have been in place for hundreds of years i mean i don't know how I mean there's people with PhDs and you know stuff that study this type of stuff. But I I don't think incremental change will do it. I think it has to be something big and I don't know.
0: Yeah. I I agree and I that's what scares me that I agree with that yeah. because I I don't I I can't see and now that I've seen all these like like you know this uh everything that I've seen about like these videos of cops like brutalizing mainly black people but also everybody like how does that stop like you can't just like pass a law that says oh you can't do a it like they've done that shit. they
1: have qualified immunity anyway um i don't know i i I think the like when they you know they say defund the police it's really just like let's divert funds to community resources if I if you know the cops are called for like you know um, crisis calls for like mental health crisis like that's not it's like the last people you want around like right let's send like a social worker and you know I don't know I just I think what they just we need to to spend more money elsewhere yeah. and that could help I also think that we need more minorities black and brown bodies in in places of power to bring change too and you just you don't see that like even like in like for example the law school that i go to Mm -hmm. it is a the diversity at that school is abysmal it is damn it is a law school in the middle of like midtown detroit and yeah that's
0: isn't that (laughs) isn't that pretty white though
1: i mean midtown is but i mean detroit
0: Right. Is, you know. Detroit is segregated itself.
1: Yeah, but it's just like in these spaces, okay, people go to law school, law school, and then you become politicians, politicians, you know, lawmakers, right, right, right. judges. And just from my, ex- you know, ex- personal experience in law school, like, there's no diversity. Like, I, for example, am, I think, one of maybe, maybe two Hispanic Latino people in my class and i'm like white you know i'm light-skinned as hell like yeah i have privilege just because i'm light-skinned colored eyes and it's just like i'm the representation you know (laughs) and it's like what the fuck like what you know that's awful that's not right so it's just like i think we need it we need to get more you know diverse people in in these in in higher education
0: right I i guess like i think i think we all know like uh what we need to do but how we do it is dependent on how long we're willing to wait. And if we want to do... if we Like, like I mean, me as a white person. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, that sounds great. Like, let's slowly do this. But mm-hmm. as a person of color, or even more importantly, a black person, I don't think that we can wait. No. Like, I mean, people...
1: The more people, the time you pass, people are getting people murdered.
0: Are, people course. are dying and being disenfranchised and all this shit. So... I am wrestling with, um. uh, I don't know the idea of full, full anarchy. (laughs) Like I, I don't know. I don't like people are dying anyway. Why don't we just fucking try to overthrow the government?
1: Because they have a lot of weapons. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Um,
0: a lot of the people that have the weapons and could use the weapons are also citizens. Every single one of them are actually citizens. Yeah. Money can only go so far. There are more of us than them.
1: True, but...
0: But uh, everyone has to be on board. This is why I think it's important for Joe Biden to win so that everyone that's pissed off and racist that uh, Trump didn't win somehow convince them to uh, join the anti-government side. <laughs> and uh, just like, all right, set sit down your racism for a second. Let's overthrow this and then we'll talk about it.
1: Uh, I don't know. <laughs> the thing is, you know, ultimately, I feel like just, you know pondering in this moment which i don't think will happen but it's just like if you really want like you know more realistic change white white people in power need to step aside and and give it up Yeah, and they're not going to but really that's like
0: no one in power is going to just step aside and give it up you know
1: but that's what i'm saying like i don't they're not going to give it up they're not going to make space i mean you always have your like token minority person just to kind of like right i don't know i i don't know
2: i don't
0: know it's a hard question i don't know how to answer it without using force yeah. um but i want I, i'm willing and open to trying but we are also at the end of this podcast
1: wow time went by fast what time is it
0: <laughs> it is 10 30 wow okay. <laughs> um uh sierra mm-hmm. thanks for being on
1: yeah of course i had a good time thank you for inviting me
0: where can we find you follow you and is there anything you want to promote
1: no, I'm going to go fade into, you know, the darkness. <laughs> That's fine.
0: <laughs> um uh, everybody, you can find me at Nick Wagella on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. You can find this podcast at Split Six Media. Anywhere you can find podcasts, listen to my other podcast that's coming out soon. It's called "Well, That Sucked." The podcast where me and my brothers review movies under thirty percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and then you can find my other other podcast, Ten Dab Challenge, on YouTube right now. Our first episode is out, where we interview the one and only Maddie Tokes. We're interviewing uh, somebody that's really famous on instagram called airs fatty on friday i don't know when that episode will be out but yeah follow us everywhere follow me in all my podcasts sierra i would love to have you uh, uh or i loved having you this was great thank you remember it's more important to listen to somebody else than it is for them to listen to you and thank you for splitting six with us we'll be back next week maybe i'm gonna be in denver so maybe not <laughs>